You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. Strong to severe weather warnings have been issued for the state of Alabama for this coming Wednesday. A cold front will enter the state through the Tennessee Valley, which follows a rise in temperatures on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday of this week. The combination of a cold front added to existing warm weather is going to make for unstable air masses and potential damaging wind. The northern and central parts of Alabama are most at risk for the severe weather. Storms are expected to form sometime Wednesday afternoon and go into the night and even Thursday morning. Governor Ivey is granting a community development block grant to the town of Heflin in order to bring in a new RV superstore. The $950,000 will allow for the creation of a recreational vehicle resort, which will be alongside the Great American RV Superstore in that area. The project will be located within the Heflin Industrial Park, so the funds that are being granted by the state will be able to bring water and sewage to the property, which is located off of Alabama Highway 46. The Great American RV Company will then invest around $20 million to create the dealership, a restaurant nearby, campsites, cabins, pool, and hiking trails. This new project at Heflin's industrial site will create more jobs for the area. Governor Ivey says that Alabama is a perfect destination for RV travelers due to its year-round moderate weather and scenic beauty. Russell County Sheriff's deputies were conducting a search of the woods in Phoenix City, not far from where the body of five-year-old Kamari Holland was discovered just two weeks ago. The little girl's body was found in an abandoned home, after she first went missing from her mother in Columbus, Georgia. 33-year-old Jeremy Williams has already been arrested and charged with capital murder in the death of the little girl. The judge in the case, David Johnson, has placed a gag order on the investigation as well as the case, so the purpose for this latest search is not yet known. If you hear a Texas drawl around you while you're in Birmingham, well, that could be an out-of-state football fan Coming in for the Birmingham Bowl, which is being held today at Protective Stadium, the Houston Cougars will be taking on the Auburn Tigers. Auburn will be minus seven of their players who opted out of the bowl or transferred from the team after the football season ended. The Houston Cougars will not have Marcus Jones as their All-American cornerback. He decided to not come but prepare for the NFL draft instead. And some good news on the gas front. The price of gas in Alabama has actually dipped to under $3 per gallon. It's gone down 16 cents lower than the price it was a month ago. The current average in Alabama is 2.98 per gallon. The national average is coming in at 3.28 per gallon, according to AAA of Alabama. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden held a Zoom meeting with several governors about health policy in their states in regards to the COVID-19 virus. In that meeting, the governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, asked Biden to not let federal solutions get in the way of state solutions and potentially interfere with supply chains, to which the president replied, Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. If you need something, say something. And we, uh, we're going to have your back in any way we can. Now the Republican National Committee responded to Biden's statement by compiling a video montage of all the times during the presidential election and afterwards that Biden said the answer to the COVID-19 virus 
involved him and the federal government. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. The RNC posted that video montage on their social media. The Biden administration continues to try and enact a vaccine mandate upon businesses with over 100 employees. They're doing so through the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Now the U.S. Supreme Court will be hearing two different lawsuits opposed to those vaccine mandates by January 10th. And when it comes to protest marches against vaccine mandates, well, one just happened in New York City this past Monday. There were more that were held in Europe, even over the holiday break. And in Washington, D.C., a large anti-vaccine mandate rally is being planned for the end of January on the 23rd. That rally is being organized by the Unity Project, Children's Health Defense, and the International Alliance of Physicians and Medical Scientists. A Republican congresswoman in Alaska wants to win the Senate seat there and become an establishment disruptor. Kelly Shabaka is running against Senator Lisa Murkowski in the Republican primary so that she can run for the seat in the 2022 elections. Shabaka has already been endorsed by former President Donald Trump, and she's now declaring that she will not support Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell as the party leader for Republicans. Shabaka says that McConnell has repeatedly bailed out Joe Biden by giving him Senate votes, such as the debt ceiling increase. She's called Murkowski and McConnell both lukewarm Republicans who are really political elites at war with the average American. Another congressman is calling out the Biden administration for ghost flights to Scranton, Pennsylvania with airplanes filled with illegal immigrants. House Representative Dan Muser is demanding answers as to why there have been at least two ghost flights arrive in Scranton starting December 11th. Muser has sent a letter to the director of the Department of Homeland Security and the director of the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency asking why there were 118 minors and 12 adults flown into the airport, then taken to buses at a private hangar, all without giving airport officials notice or a passenger manifest. The congressman called it irresponsible behavior and unacceptable lack of transparency for his constituents. Five Michigan men who are accused of planning to kidnap the governor of that state last year want their case to be dropped. The attorneys for the defendants filed a 69-page motion that details the involvement and entrapment methods used by FBI agents in claiming the kidnapping plot existed and then arresting the men. Richard Trask and two other FBI agents are named in those documents as the ones at the center of the proposed plot. Trask is currently being charged with domestic violence against his wife and has since been terminated from his job within the FBI. The attorney for the defendants say there was no conspiracy to kidnap and that the case should be dismissed due to egregious overreach by federal agents and informants. The trial is set to begin this coming March of 2022. The state of New Jersey is going to pay out about $53 million to over 100 families who had a veteran die from COVID-19 in the veteran homes at Paramus and Menlo Park. The attorney representing these families, Paul DaCosta, says this does not replace their loved ones who serve their country honorably, but it does represent a good measure of civil justice. Over 200 residents within those two veteran homes died during the height of the COVID-19 virus outbreak, 
ever since New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy instructed those homes to not turn away patients even if they tested positive for COVID-19. The governor's order was eventually rescinded. A little girl in Missouri was given the surprise of a lifetime after several boxes arrived for her before Christmas from former President Donald Trump and former First Lady Melania. The family of seven-year-old Avalyn Rackley lost their nine-year-old daughter when a monster tornado hit just after Thanksgiving. The Rackley's home was also destroyed. Little seven-year-old Avalyn survived the tornado, but with injuries, she still has to wear a neck brace. Her mother suffered brain trauma and is also in recovery. The Trumps did not advertise the fact that they were sending the family gifts, but the little girl's grandmother, Pam Moore, couldn't help but post a video to Facebook revealing who those packages were from. These boxes came in the mail, and they are from President Trump. Both of these boxes are from President Trump. Can you believe it? Oh my God, <laughs> Let's see what's in it. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he discusses once again mandate madness. Right now, California, here's a quote for you. Article I took off of Just the News came out yesterday. Governor Gavin Newsom of California doing his own thing. His quote is, quote, I read it to you right now, quote, just being fully vaccinated is not enough with this new variant. The new variant, the one that's not killing anybody, the one that's causing uh, major cold symptoms. But Governor Gavin Newsom says he's going to mandate boosters now for all healthcare workers in the state of California. Mandating boosters, because just being fully vaccinated is not enough. He goes on to say, and this is a very disingenuous piece of uh, information, the state has seen a 20% increase in COVID-19 cases over the past two weeks. You know how many that is? 191 out of a state with like 11 million people, 191 tested positive for Omicron. That's a 20% increase, 191. What is that like? Less than a tenth of 1% of the state? And he's going to go ahead and mandate a third, fourth, whatever shot for all healthcare workers. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying The Daily Detail, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify to get those reports sent straight to your phone. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow, and I look forward to updating you then.